are listening to WPOE. The worst place on earth. From the Miami New Times. Miami social media influencer arrested on money laundering charges. Hola, it's Manuela from Brico, Colombianita. So look, I was trying to get the best angle. I just bought all these bags in the design district. Okay. And some new Gucci slides pull up. They look really nice with my new cut. Slick, sucia. I told my tia that just getting keratin was not going to cut it. Guess what? I was right. She acts like little Miss Sabelo Toro, but it's my hair. So I think I know better. I needed some shape on this egg head. I wanted to show everything off. Not everyone can live this large. And honestly, it wasn't like, it wasn't like this when I was living in Colombia. I mean, hello, por supuesto. But you know, you got to do what you got to do, like a boss, like me. So here's this little brown girl with all this money. Smell it. Bags, moolah, paper, guap. Honey, whatever you call it, I had it. VIP at Coachella. Not one but two Lambos in the garage. And I didn't lease them in Doral, okay? Cash money. Pink. Because this new money is loud. Capital L-O-U-D. Am I a video hoe? No. Am I a basketball player's girlfriend? Not yet. Did it on my own. Did it on them. Did it on them. Don't ask any more questions. So when I pop on the gram with my new bags, I have to look fly. Claro que sí, perras. Last week, I hired this guy to come over and snap some pics of me on my white leather sofa. Tito didn't like him, so I had to lock him in the bedroom. Pinch your mix. He's probably like part chihuahua too because he never shuts the fuck up. I hear that's what happens with the puppy mill dogs, but like, not that he's from one. I just assume all these expensive bred dogs are mill dogs. Like, I didn't go to a mill looking for Tito if you're asking. I'm not a piece of shit. I love animals. So I got into my cute lingerie and I posted on the white leather sofa. Italian. Class. We use life in the balcony. No filter. Because I live in Brickle. Just enough space for me and my things to live lavishly. Nothing too crazy. I don't need to be on Star Island, but you know I can afford it. I can be humble, okay, bitch? So I'm serving fantasy. I'm giving you Colombianita realness with my booty way out to BF Egypt, like Nefertiti style. And this photographer starts asking me some weird questions. Like, we were from the same hood, so like I trusted him. But he was acting whack. So I stopped answering. He was just like spooking me out, like, because this weird van was parked across from my place for a while. Like... You know, like some maintenance job, apparently, or like in a rape van or whatever. But I'd never seen that shit before. And you know I know when a bitch is getting tapped. I've seen narcos, bitch. I lived it. So to loosen up my dude, I joked, what, you got a wire on you or something? And he laughed, but it was like this weird white guy nerdy laugh, like, ha, 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 ha. Like he just did a caca on his pants. So I flipped my hair and I said, whatever, let's get this done. I have to post by noon. Okay, muevete, por favor. So I was probably just being, like, paranoid. Weepo's a genius, and he always gets my best angles. Like, he knows how to make me look young and fresh, even on the days when I feel a little crusty, you know? Like, it happens. And, like, Weebo is the only person down here who knew my sister Amalia. Like, everybody remembers Amalia. Like, fucking angel. Selena the slums. Amalia was in a cafe when the sting happened. So, like, FBI riddled the place with bullets. And she was wearing my favorite top. Like, her eyes. Her eyes were open. When we came to ID the body. So I get the funeral, everybody pretended like 
Like, they spent time with her, but, like, spoiler alert, they hadn't seen her in years. So my post went up at noon on schedule, and I remember, like, getting to MIA around, like, 3 p.m.-ish. I was eating shit. My flight to Cartagena was supposed to leave by 4.30. I showed up late and all, but, like, you know I like to be fashionable. These Americana putas show up whenever they want, and they get rushed to TSA. You know that shit never happens to me. I get patted down like a drug mule with a fake ass. But I got to keep my head high because I know what I'm worth. I know how many people be looking at my stories. Got to give them the fantasy and like something to look up to. I'm no hood rat. I'm no slum whore. I'm that bitch. All Gucci, head to toe, pre-fall, 2021. Huge paparazzi shades. Nobody will bother me. Sunshade on my face. You try me? Mira al hijo puta ese. So all of a sudden, this bitch comes up looking like a busted-ass tia vieja in a huge pink sweater, like, Oh, mujer, mujer, dame un momento. And before I can even stop to think, they're serving me papers, and they got me in handcuffs. I don't even know what they're talking about. Resisting arrests? Like, who doesn't? Moving paper? Making bags? This whole country is a hustle. I'm not supposed to get paid? You're going to tell me the asshole in chief gets to push around his paper, and I can't? He hasn't even paid his taxes. But that's how it goes. I'm not saying I'm guilty or anything. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying, like, I'm a rich brown girl. You don't think that pisses them off? I flown what I got, and I got a lot. That's just what happens, bro. I'm a survivor. They put my Lambos in the impound. Bet you a pig is driving it to Versailles right now to shove his face with pork. But don't worry, my loves. I'll be back on the gram soon. I'm too cute to be in prison. My lawyer's working on a deal to get me out early. I heard I'm up to 25K followers now. Pretty good for just another hot, rich bitch, but I'm feeling the love. I'm out. Mad love, paisanos. Gracias por todo. Muchos besos. Mwah! Mahuela, colombianita. Welcome. Uh, we're back. With Manuela. Is everyone still out of breath? <laughs> what? Because we are, I guess. <laughs> it's hum- It's hot out. There's all kinds of stuff in the air. Breaking records. We're breaking records left and right. Breaking them. Smashing them. It's never going to be cool again, folks. Never. There used to be winter in Florida. Throw all your mittens away. <laughs> Who wears mittens? No, they wear the ones with the, uh, the fingers, fingers cut out so they can use their phones. The, I, call, I call those the... Um, the Breakfast Club gloves. Oh, yeah. What's because, his name? What's his name? Judd wears Nelson? Judd Nelson wears yeah. them. Don't like, you wear fingerless gloves. Just kidding. his arm up it. in the... Like yeah. that last, the last shot is him like... Vi- vi- Holding up an iPhone. Victory punching the, the <laughs> sky in his like half gloves. Yeah, in his half gloves. <laughs> After he puts in her earring in his own ear. Oh, yeah, so hot. Oh, my God. How, <laughs> how, how did we go there down the breakfast club hole it's the air it's the pollution in the air there's not enough oxygen no there's too much water in the air oh right right too much moisture we might as well all be vaping oh man yeah i don't i don't vape tobacco so you just vape the air yeah i I vape constantly by breathing in the hot florida sauna (laughs) air i think we'd winter for like two days last year i don't know Yeah, so Manuela uh, was a piece. I first read it. We were exchanging headlines while we were coming up with the podcast. Don't worry, they're not communicable. So, what are our humidity disease? Oh, 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 our stories. (laughs) Got it. (laughs) That joke really 
really rang the bell. You're you're clearly a dad. These dad jokes are just like <laughs> right there. Um, yeah, I read this story in the Miami New Times, and she was an influencer, which pervades our culture. I mean, these Instagram people who sell products for a living, sell themselves for a living, and it never stops. Um, but they sell this girl, their cleavage for a living. Yeah, I mean, it's hard business. It's really hard getting those ladies up sometimes, you know. You got to pick. The, there was an ad for like one of those weird. They look like like aliens. Like they look like Ridley Scott aliens, like chest bursters or something oh, where they wrap weird, around your boob like and you like straps. Tie, yeah, and you tie it up I've and it totally like, pushes you those. up. You know, it's like gelatinous and like really, stuck to it's you. It's like some like electroclash thing. Yeah, yeah. They're actually, like, um, what are those German, called? German like electroclash sex club thing. They're electroclamps. It's how you get lobotomized through your boobs. It's how you lobotomize <laughs> your boobs. Because because they, it's time for them to have a different personality. It's time, you know? Because no two are alike, you know, even in a set. But anyway, so, um, yeah, those are really hard to get off, too. Those things are like, they're just attached to you. They're right. just, it's, there's nothing not painful about being a woman. That's it. Which That's is what the story is about. <laughs> period. And next. And next. <laughs> so I wrote this story. Well, okay. So it was in the Miami New Times. And it was about this influencer in Brickell who was from Colombia, who was involved somehow in some sordid criminal activities and got caught because her feed was just her like flaunting her riches, like her Lamborghinis and her Birkin bags and her all in her her giant palatial studio in Brickle that exists. And like, wasn't it the, wasn't it that like she was just like talking about how rich she was and how like she was just building an empire of like whatever sponsorships or something, but didn't have a job. And she didn't did have, have any. She did have sponsorships and stuff, right? I don't think so. Oh, okay, so she was she just, was like just showing off out. the bags. No, no. But no. then they just like found like 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 bricks of cocaine in her luggage or something. I wish it was that simple. No, I forget how there was a sting. Oh, right. I know that. There was like an FBI sting and they caught her in this Because she whole... was a drug mule though. That's the whole thing. I, that was part of it. Right. Or in my story, that's part of it. I, I actually don't remember if that was part of the original story. Who knows story. what's real and what's Florida anymore. <laughs> Everything's real in Florida. It's so real and so present. Yeah. Um. I mean, well, you know, I was a little conflicted because we, we perform all of them and she's Colombian and I'm not, even though for oh, years. Oh, no, but... Yeah. Well, okay. You so, might be well, to for, some people. I know this was so weird. I, I people have assumed. I mean, my heritage is mixed. It's a bunch of things, but I'm definitely not Colombian. So, uh, this person thought for it was a former teacher of mine. I love her, but like 15 years, she thought I was Colombian and just assumed and would like introduce me and like, I but like say as my things. Colombian friend. Yeah, as like my Colombian playwright friend, which is hilarious. And then finally this year, like. I read it somewhere, like in a blurb somewhere that was written by somebody else in the company, an intern or someone who didn't know. And I was like, I think... Uh, I think you misspelled white. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think you misspelled Caucasian. That That's not what you I meant. I think you misspelled brunette. Yeah, like I'm not going to pass here. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to pretend to be someone I'm not like that. Yeah, except, except in this except episode. Except for this podcast. <laughs> well, we had the conversation and this is not with any disrespect or anything. I mean, I am bilingual, but I'm by no means Colombian. And like... And by coastal. Uh, yes, yes. I live in LA and Miami. Fun fact. Counts for something. But she's essentially a Miami girl is how we... Right. How we that's justify how I, this in our heads, I guess. That's how so. I interpreted it anyway. And, you know, I mean, we I decided guess. we decided to voice all of these characters ourselves. So there's going to be some uncomfortableness. Right. Things we're going to have to address as we go on. Right. And that's something we're going to have to deal with. 
Um, so, so, so we don't have a phone number, so you can't complain. So sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but we're open. We're open to feedback and suggestions on it. I mean, absolutely. We do have a live event that's coming out, and I will not be playing that character live. For oh, sure. right. Yeah. Well, well. I don't even know when this is going to come out or when it's going to be heard. So I don't know. I think maybe when people hear this, the live event will have already happened. Oh, right. Oh, right. But it's going to be potentially we're going to be doing live performances of these stories in Miami. Yeah, all four. Oh, the first four episodes. All of them. Yeah. Well, we're going to be doing them all in perpetuity. If if we if we've got the strength, if we've got the strength and the stamina, those are voices we can do because we're white. By the way, we can totally do bad like leprechaun accents. Well, I didn't want her to be a stereotype. I didn't want her to not be a like a fully formed person. But she needs to be Miami. But she's also performing at being someone that she isn't. Look, the levels of this stuff. There's 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 levels of this stuff. I mean, you're you're voicing a character that you created that's based on a Miami kind of trope or like a Miami character that exists in the world that you're right. pulling stuff from and you grew up here so yeah i mean she does describe herself she talks about herself which was you know part of she's she describes the person that she wants to be and the person that she is in this world I mean, she does have the same where she's like, look at this brown girl with all this money, and I am not. So that's always been the line I was like, okay, all right. I mean... Maybe not that one. So we'll just, we we should decide and talk about that. I did. We're talking about it now. I mean, continue the... (laughs) It's a conversation that continues, and representation matters, and... I mean, I I voiced a character who has, who who clearly has a mustache. (laughs) And I really don't have a mustache. Not to belittle the conversation, but it's true. It's true. You don't. But you can. And I don't want. I don't want to hurt anybody's mustached feelings. Oh my god! So this is now the incel channel. (laughs) (laughs) I have to believe that Jessica has enough of a track record as an ally to everyone that this isn't going to get you canceled. Well, I did speak to a lot of people in the community. Thank you, and a lot of people I know about it. And I received feedback on it, and we it's... talked about it for a long time too. Yeah, because we were deciding how to voice these these characters we were create creating, and we we really wanted to be the the main engine of this show. So we decided we wanted to try to voice everything that we right, wrote that we could. Um, and this was the first time that there was a story that you know, that you expressed some hesitation about Yeah, voicing. someone's cultural heritage or, you know, uh, representing someone that isn't what I am, right. you know. Um, but I think also, you know, this whole project is a little bit about, um, is a little bit about uh, adapting things, you know, kind of taking taking a real person and building a character around that person anyway. Yeah. So the whole thing is a performance. Uh, and I think that's kind of where we kind of settled with the right. voicing. With the text yeah. and the voicing, that it's really more, I wasn't trying to impersonate someone. Right. Yeah. Right. But she's, I mean, she's a character I completely understand and live with, and I think we all know. And see every day on I the Metro I think we know mover. who she is. <laughs> and or if maybe you were not, to no. slide into that character now during this banter, then you'd be canceled. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> you'd be, at least you'd be hashtagged. Yeah, I, I, and that's the worst thing becoming a hashtag. I think uh, 
I'm I not a hashtag. <laughs> I'm a human boy. Yeah, I, and I don't want to perpetuate violence against women or women of color or any of that. What? I know that, but it's a slippery slope. I'm telling you, that's how these things happen. Okay, but but anyway, so uh, she is quite. I mean, I wanted to write also about our relationship with this idea of uh, like having followers. And like, I think she only had like a few thousand followers right. that she was speaking to, like, uh, like reaching out to, which is not a lot for an influencer right. and someone with all this like money, like. But there's almost there's this kind of like wannabe influencer too, yeah. which is like a, a whole nother level. It's almost like our class structures are are changing. Yeah, like because well, of that stuff. You also have to be like a marketing person. Like she has to know right. how to like pose the bags and right. like she has to create her own promos and like. Well, and we were talking about two kind of about this idea like people who really exist only in instagram or right. in those platforms like they yeah. no one ever sees them or right. like they don't really exist in the real world except when you see them photographed like in their band drinking and you know and yeah iced whatever yeah 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 you know, it's like this thing like this way of existing which isn't just miami of course yeah but is like there's a lot of that here. Oh yeah, in LA they have the um you have to have at least three million followers to be like an influencer and get the influencer table or whatever to get free. Like there's the influencer a influencer table where uh, just at anywhere every restaurant to be seen to take the photos to prove that you can promote the brand. Yeah, or can the... you? Is it a thing? I isn't it a thing where like you can go to like a like a you know like a whatever fancy restaurant and get free shit and get free shit like oh yeah you get like a free meal. Yeah, kind of like we should do that with this podcast. Kind of, like, let's find out. <laughs> be like we're influencers. <laughs> oh, but that is, and so that also informed the choice of the music for this one because oh yeah, we wanted to find. Well, first we wanted to find like a very uh, specific Miami um, sound. Which, oh yeah, you know, we wanted like, it to be like reggaeton yeah. or like but, you know. There's Rap. also this kind of thing where, like, we also wanted it to be a musician who kind of, kind of exists through social media. Yeah. So there isn't a lot of live stuff. There isn't a lot of like, um, there aren't like, uh, like a lot of albums or whatever. There's it's like a very <laughs> albums. Much, right. It's it's <laughs> like a it's a social media existence. And yeah. I, in fairness, like, probably that's how you need to do it these yeah, days. Yeah. Yeah. It's the um, Wild West. You could do whatever you want. You just like launch your songs. But it does like change. Like we're launching this podcast. Right. It like, does sort of change. Like the tone is a very specific thing when you exist that way. I think. Well, we wanted someone aggressive and audacious who like right. did it themselves and was born and raised in yes, Miami. That too. So we found Laguni Chonga. Yeah. And she's all those things. <laughs> well, she's like, Cuban American. Right. So. But she's, yeah, she definitely is like a powerful woman and I think with a specific sound and yeah, look and, and like definitely aesthetic specific look. Yes, <laughs> I mean it's like all those things and uh, and well, she, her her music's also like flaunting her wealth, which is perfect. Yes, and it's it's bilingual too. Right, right. Which was important. Yeah, for this particular, there were a lot of contenders. There, there were. It was hard to to track people down because um, they were getting work, you know, and they. Yeah. They don't yeah. have time for that. Good for them, man. I mean, we're here to promote, though. We're here to help. I mean, I think every single... We do find the, them to be kind of fringy and odd, but we like their music is... We want people to know about it. 
Yeah, well, I mean, we want people to yes. check it out. I mean, we're choosing the music <laughs> the same way we're choosing the stories, like or the characters that we want it to be. You know, stuff that is idiosyncratic or or fringy or yeah. un- underground or or that has some kind of like very specific niche genre like yeah yeah um what's crazy to me about the whole influencer thing is that it really has become a career for people like it's a it's a profitable enterprise it's (laughs) even it's even more than that i think it's like not just like what i was saying before it's like not even just a career it's like an entire existence yeah you know you get the feeling that these people you know you're in an augmented reality you've created yourself of every meal Right. There's right. a photograph of every purchase. Yeah. There's there they there's a photograph like when I wake up in the morning. Right. And I'm putting on my makeup like. Well, they every... get these professionally done and right. line them up and schedule them. So they do exist in the real world, but who even knows what that is? What your life is? They're like, they're like. It's like performance art. It's Twitter like Twitter really... superheroes. Yes. <laughs> Super villains. And they're saving the world. Can you imagine the pressure of never being photographed in the same outfit? Oh man! Never eating the same meal. Oh my God! Yeah. I mean, it's it's almost true. Like yeah, yeah. Their their feeds are curated in such a way that you would never see them wearing the same top. Right. Yeah. And it's all about. I mean, there is a quantity element to this too. So, like, you really do have to keep the camera rolling. Like, it's it's like every single meal. Yeah. Every, I mean, she wasn't on this level. Shoes. <laughs> but it is like that. Yeah, and you have to get your makeup done and your hair done. All that is expensive and time consuming and Yeah. I mean, it's a jo- it's a hard job. <laughs> Someone's got to do it. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, me. I mean, I also love her. I love this character. I love the idea of like women rising up in a field where they have the opportunity to make more money. You know what I mean? Like it's it makes it's but they're I thought, exploiting themselves. I thought themselves. you meant rising up in a field, like a cornfield. I was <laughs> no, like, what? I, I kind of like petered off there. Oh, uh, <laughs> wait, wait. They, I petered off. Wait, the influencers come from some cornfield? <laughs> they might. Where is that? I Well, there's like power. Some of it is, most of it's male gazing and weird and whatever. But some of it is very much like, this is my world. Check it out. This is what I think there is, is cool. Something, there is something about... Like, yes, like a self-made person, like this idea where you're going to be your own boss. Like, I think right. that, not that to do, is not the overused, like, I'm a self-made woman. I'm no, but I mean, like, that is, there is an talk. element of that. And I yeah. think that there's an attitude that is sort of that, that I, and particularly in the, you run your fe- own business, in the female aspect of that world. Yeah. And that's. If there is anything good about it, it's that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, there's a uh, the Gia Tolentino book, Trick Mirror, talks about that a lot. I yeah. love that book. I'm reading it right now. It's definitely in my head. Right. But yeah. Uh, what cool. Else? Well, we do have new episodes coming up. We just don't know what they are yet. They're we don't know. St- they're still in the they're still in the cornfield. Wait, what's we could have people email us if they have ideas. If we have an email address. Do we we have one, don't we? We do. Yeah. Oh, we do. It's, it's worst place on earth podcast at gmail.com. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, wait, you were did in the you room when I made that this. with your phone? <laughs> yeah, I did just now. While you were checking your Instagram? Yeah, checking my followers, checking to make sure the count didn't go down. <laughs> my count is so sad, but that's not why I'm doing it. What are some of the, I can't quite remember, but you might remember, what are some of the potential 
next episodes. I remember there was um, a woman steals lobster from the tank oh, at uh, oh, right. a Red Lobster, and there was the there was the um, the guy, the convenience store guy, who didn't want people heating up their urine in the microwave. Yeah, d- the piss microwave one. He's like, "Do not heat up piss in my microwave. Do not." And what was the one at the pool? Oh, the pageant queens who had the fight at the pool. Yeah. Or it was a children's beauty queen contest and the mothers got into a fight at the pool, right. which oh. is not even a... Ha- I've, that's just like a story. No, I remember that Because I was a pageant though. girl. I remember Wait, this that was a story. story. The mothers beating themselves up at the pool. Yeah. I no, remember I... that story. No, I remember the actual Headline. I was like, I remember it. I wrote yeah. it, but... <laughs> I remember because I made it up. <laughs> that, that mother was me. <laughs> no, I was definitely the child in that scenario. <laughs> in um, the beauty pageants. Oh, and there's also the one... Uh, about the um, the woman dressed up like the Easter Bunny, who like basically beat up these kids who were oh. who were bullying another kid, but beat beat up the kid while dressed as the Easter Bunny. Oh my god! In like god. some in some mall. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, Juicy that was a good stuff. one. Wait, happy the, Easter! <laughs> the one speaking of point of view, the animal one, the tiger in the cage oh, at the Belen. People have definitely heard of that. Where at they, the prom, they brought a live tiger in a cage to to like just be at the prom with them. Caleb wants to write it from the point of view of the tiger, which yeah. we haven't done yet. I think that's yet. brilliant. We'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the tiger's the Uh Thanks for listening to WPOE. Okay. Mira, mira, tú no quieres lío. Tú no quieres lío conmigo. Te lo juro, no es duro, te lo digo. Por seguro, esto es puro entendido. Tú no quieres lío. 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 Dime algo, dímelo a mí. Cuéntame y solo a mí. Dicen una cosa, pero hacen otra. La que tú conoces es la chomitona, la más chingona cubana. Invencible, nadie me toca Increíble, sentí tan diosa Mentira, dime otra cosa Ay, deja tiki tiki Yo sé que yo soy la más friki La más puta, beaca y sata La más real y la que manda Es la chonditona que tú conoces Mira, mira, tú no quieres lío no quiere lío conmigo, te lo juro, no es duro, te lo digo, por seguro esto es puro entendido. Tú no quieres lío, tú no quieres lío, tú no quieres lío, tú no quieres lío, tú no quieres lío. Fulana de tal y fulano me dijo que la amiga de Juana tiene un sobrino que dice que tú tienes lío conmigo, pero tu problema no es problema mío. Yo rezo por eso que tienen envidia, te sientes odiosa, que Dios te bendiga. Tú no quieres lío, tú no quieres lío, tú no quieres lío.